It's an upside down, mixed up, turned around day today, Rob, because I did the count-in for our recording, which I never do with you. I don't know why, what, what came over me. That completely threw me off. I was like, what I know is it happening? Did. <laughs> I don't know. I, well, I see, I always do it for app stories and Mac stories unwind. I'm the guy who does. Uh, it's like our roles are reversed when, when I'm doing those shows. So I, I was thinking, I don't know. I was thinking I was in my, my uh, Mac stories mindset, I suppose. Sure. Yeah, I, I'm. <laughs> I'm not going to pretend to be Federico. That's not. <laughs> Your accent's different today, Tichi. What's because, oh yeah? Are you, are you not feeling well? Oh, I've been using the iPad and drinking espresso, loving it. Uh, <laughs> there you go. There you go. Oh, you know we have we have snack food to talk about because I, I see that you've you've stumbled across what sounds to me like the most dis- disgusting flavor of crisps ever. Right. Well, this is a, a fun but also sad um, crisp oh. snack. So sensations are uh you know walkers the the crisp brand uh they might be yes, they might I be called heard of them. they might be called lays in the U- u.s sometimes yeah. whatever yes. so sensations is their brand of like slightly posher crisp okay. you know so they have flavors like uh, uh like roast chicken and uh, yeah. sweet thai chili that kind of thing i think i had okay. i think i had a barbecue teriyaki a few weeks ago Oh, um, and for the Thai, the, the Thai chili one sounds good. Oh, sweet Thai chili. Those are really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, ne- <laughs> yeah. Next time you're over in Ireland, have a look for them because they're really good. Okay. Um, so for the the king's coronation, which was you know that's a, that's a big event, we're all very excited. <laughs> oh, no. oh, Jennifer watched. She was very into it. Yeah, I, I watched a little bit. Um, anyway, that's not. We're not here to for talk. us. It, for us, it, for us, it was a breakfast time thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> We were both getting up and watching a little bit. Um, and, of course, essentially what happens is every British company, or at least, you know, fake British company, I'm pretty sure walkers aren't British at this point. <laughs> sure. Um, you know, they bring out new products. You know, you've got biscuit companies doing, you know, uh, collectible cere- you know, yeah, ceremonial. C- commemorative stuff. Right. You know, tins of shortbread and all of this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, walkers, they did some lamb and mint flavored crisp they also did some i think it was called king prawn cocktail um and these are just for oh. the coronation um and i picked some wait <laughs> that was no, those are crisps that were king prawn cocktail yes oh, yeah i've just realized prawn cocktail is not a flavor that anybody outside of the uk has uh, <laughs> <laughs> i think that 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 disgusts me more than lamb and mint it's, it's, it's like it's like us and the australians know what prawn cocktail crisps are everybody else is like that sounds disgusting uh, <laughs> like, wait what <laughs> what did you do did you just keep throwing out all these weird british things um yeah so they did these these two flavors and i don't know maybe a month ago i was in the shop and i saw these and i was like oh, lamb and mint that sounds really good i'm gonna buy these and i i thoroughly enjoyed them they tasted like a sort of lamb and mint roast dinner this isn't really yeah this isn't mint like the chocolate this is what well, i mean it no, is it's the same thing but yeah, like the herb yeah but are they are they're not they're not like grinding up lambs dehydrating them and sprinkling them on crisps are they i mean i have no idea i don't know how they're doing it i assume it just says lamb flavoring on the back or something and it's going to be you know generic meat or whatever um, okay so these these are really not I, I genuinely enjoyed them quite a lot okay all right but um, i'll believe you right and then a week later i picked up another bag so i enjoyed those um after that can't find them again and now 
it's over. They're sold out because Coronation's over. Oh. They're not making any more. So you should have st- you should have saved those. I know. I should have bought more. Now the problem was the lamb and mint is way more popular than the prawn cocktail. Um, okay. A colleague of mine he tried the prawn cocktail and he said they weren't particularly good as prawn cocktail mm. go. Uh, so the lamb and mint was sold out. I could get the prawn cocktail everywhere still. Um, mm. So I am furious that they stopped making these. Oh, I just wanted like one more bag. Um, so I don't. All right. I'm kind of stuck. I guess I got to wait for the next coronation, which is going to be like what twenty years, twenty five years or something. Maybe yeah. I'll do them again. Wow, <laughs> wow. Well, you know, it's funny that you bring up the king prong co- uh, cocktail chips because I talked to Federico on Max Stories on Wine not long ago about the Utz crab chip mm-hmm. and the crab the crab chip has no crab on it right it's just the seasoning that they use for the crabs sure uh, when they when they serve them in maryland because maryland is known for their crabs yep interesting yeah yeah crab chips i do not recommend the crab chips i will say that right here i wouldn't if you're thinking about trying the crab chip i would skip past the crab chip because they're extra salty and just a little bit too there's too much flavoring on them they're 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 a little over the top. Yeah. Speaking of over the top, actually, we can. This is circling way back to probably six, seven, eight episodes ago. Uh-huh. The uh, the Fuego Takis that you Takis Takis. I don't know how you say it. Uh, the oh, spicy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I spent a while getting those. I think I remember I texted you a few times, didn't I, when I was in these shops trying to find them. Um, yeah. And obviously, we spoke about when I tried them and stuff. And I spent a ridiculous amount of money for one bag of these crisps because they've been imported because they're imported from the u.s you know i must have paid probably 10 times the going rate or something sure um no they now exist just in shops at normal price after i've paid a ridiculous price a few months ago yeah yeah now they've got normal (laughs) supply chain into the uk Mm -hmm. interesting they were hard to find here for a while i think because they were so they were still pretty new here yeah and eventually eventually I, i see them all the time everywhere now um, yeah, so it's pretty easy. Pretty easy to get here. Well, that's the uh, huh. that's the uh, crisp slash chips roundup, I guess, for the show. Yeah, that is, that is <laughs> bring, bringing it right back around. You know what? We've got a whole new social media platform to check out, which is Blue Sky. You and I are both trying Blue Sky. Uh, yeah, I, I'm new, kind of. I use the term trying loosely. Uh, I've posted three different emojis um, on separate days. Uh, <laughs> I think I've, I'm up to two posts, maybe three. I mean, yeah, I haven't done I haven't done much with it either. I I don't share everybody's enthusiasm for it. I did initially. Mm-hmm. It's very inter- It's very interesting. I don't know how you feel about it, but I like. I got in. I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. There's a lot of interesting people here. Some interesting conversations, but it's also like complete chaos. Yeah, and it feels like it takes on a different character every. I don't know. Every half a day, every day, there's like. There, there's just something really it just has a different vibe every day and i think it's like i think it's gonna i think it's gonna implode and destroy itself is really kind of where i've come down yeah so i i, I can tell that you haven't been on mastodon too much because you is i went on a bit of a tear yesterday about blue sky um <laughs> oh okay yeah no well i go through phases where if i have a busy day i like i i'm not a completionist yeah. so i do miss big swaths of mastodon i did not see your post yeah so yesterday i believe it was on my lunch break um, uh, I just thought, let me let me open up Blue Sky and you know see what's going on over there. Now, firstly, the the biggest thing is 
there are thousands of accounts that literally just follow every new account. You know, there's people there following 60,000, 70,000 people, which is basically every single user of the oh, system. Oh, I had noticed that. Um, so, you know, I've got, I don't know, 50, maybe 60 followers, um, and probably only maybe a very small percentage of those are, like, real people. All of yeah, the a lot ones. of them are bots of some kind. Right, they're all bots and stuff like that. So, I mean, that in and of itself is just just very strange. Like, to have your first interaction with this system... This is before I'd even posted anything. Like, my first interaction with the system is, oh, look at all these bots following me, which is not really what I was looking for. Um, yeah. And then they have a... You have your, you know, your normal timeline. It basically looks like Twitter, as you'd expect. Mm-hmm. But then they have a what's hot section, which I guess is, like, trending and that kind of thing. Yeah, um, and I, I think the way I put it was after reading that, I felt like I'd been hit in the head with a cricket bat. Like I just, it was oh, I know. a complete stream of just utter nonsense and completely incoherent, just sentences and memes. Yeah, like I mean, I'm not against having you know, I'm not against having fun, but <laughs> I also feel like people were one people are trying to intentionally break it. Yes. To be intentionally provocative in ways that are going to turn off, I think, a lot of people if, in fact, it opens to a wider audience. Um, You know, I mean, because the whole thing, like a weekend or two ago, was people uh, posting pictures of their butts, basically. Yeah. (laughs) Just like, all right, (laughs) fine. (laughs) pass yeah yeah i mean <laughs> you know you know we, we don't here but, on the ruminate podcast we don't kink shame but that's not necessarily what i'm there no for. no and you know i mean yeah i don't know i mean it just it, it struck me it's it, it feels like a service that is being ruled by the by the people by the uh, by the inmates <laughs> of the of the prison yeah and that's kind of okay i guess but it's it's also something that that probably can't last and i think it's you know, I don't know. It. I just thought it was, it, it just became kind of, it like jumped the shark very quickly for me, is I guess what I would say. Yeah, well, one of the other observations I made, and this isn't my phrasing, this is somebody who replied to me, but it, it feels like it's, it is filled with clout chasers. It, oh, it is, big time. You know, this isn't, like on Masters on, you know, there are people with, you know, big followings, and big is relative, because obviously on Twitter, like big was, you know, millions um, you know, but there are people with... It's, pe- it's people trying too hard to be clever is really what it is. Yeah, whereas on Mastodon, I feel like if you're getting a lot of followers, you know, in the sort of two, three, four, five thousand range, it's because you've got something interesting to say and people are actually, you know, following you yeah. because you've got something interesting to say. Over there, it's just there are so many people who are racing to make the best joke right, constantly I mean. or... Quite, you know, remix and re-saying, you know, basically just re-saying somebody else's joke over and over again. It's got the quote tweets, which are, or the quote, I don't even know what they're called on Blue Sky. Um, the, it, yeah, I mean, your your observation that it's like the prisoners running it, yeah. I mean, it is complete chaos over there. Maybe it will settle down, but I actually think once it opens up, it is only going to get worse. Well, that's because, yeah, because there's zero guardrails, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, people are being a little bananas right now with their posting. Uh, but they're also, I mean, I think for the most part, people are kind of like, there's enough self-regulation going on that it's not like, I wouldn't call it, I, I wouldn't say it feel like it's a, a bad atmosphere in general. But it's but it's also, like, I don't find the, the what's hot section interesting. And 
Um, I don't, I, I don't know. At first I felt like it was, I found it very entertaining because there are a lot of, there are a lot more people over in Blue Sky who are like journalists and that kind of thing. Yeah. Have some interesting things to say, which I do like following, you know, that crowd of people. Mm-hmm. And I do miss that on Mastodon. I mean, I do like hearing about what other people are thinking about technology more generally. And a lot of that is absent from Mastodon. Frankly. Yeah. And so I feel like maybe they'd actually be better off, to, in my mind, if you if you squash the two things together, um, which I know is probably an anathema to people both on Blue Sky and on Mastodon. Yeah. <laughs> right? On the other hand, I mean, I think they both suffer from a, a certain narrowness of scope. You know, I think that, that I, I see a lot of hot takes that Blue Sky is for, like, regular people. Mm-hmm. It's more... And I, I'm not so sure that's true. Either. No, I mean I don't any more so than Mastodon. It's different. It's definitely yeah. different. But I mean, it's 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 got its own narrow casting. I mean, it's people with with it, it's people talking. It's people with hot takes on social media. Mm-hmm. People posting pictures of their dogs and cats. Um, people making not super funny jokes. And people trying to do th- things they couldn't get away with on other platforms. Yeah. Basically, it, it, whatever that is defined to mean, it can be a bunch of different mm-hmm. things. But it, that's kind of what it feels like to me. And I was actually very kind of up on it originally, but then I've kind of very quickly uh, cooled on it. I think to me it, it does. I saw someone, I think it maybe it was Matt Birchler, compare, compare it to Clubhouse. Yeah. And I think that he's probably right yeah i i think this sometimes is the curse of the the invite system for these these yes. you know because what you get is the you get a certain group of people like you mentioned you know the journalists because you know journalist twitter is a you know that's a thing and and sort yep. of that group have all gone over you know you're going to get tech enthusiasts who've all gone over who maybe didn't you know didn't want to come over to mastodon for whatever reason I've seen a few sort of politicians and stuff jump on Blue Sky who, right, who right. haven't, you know, haven't come to Mastodon. But but then what? You know, what, what happens when it hits a hundred thousand users or five hundred thousand users, and it, and it just becomes the. It's a really, it's a really bad app too. Oh, it's awful. Uh, it's terrible. And you know, it's very. Fun. What I find, what I also feel like is ultimately. A Mastodon problem is the insecurity I see among Mastodon users about Blue Sky, Mm -hmm. which is this feeling that, you know, the feeling to have to kind of tear, need to tear it down for some reason. Right. I don't, I don't think people need to do that. I think it's going to tear itself down before too long. But I also think that that's a weakness of Mastodon is that I think that there are... (laughs) I feel there's a. I feel like I always feel like there's a defensiveness amongst Mastodon users about Mastodon because there's a mm-hmm. real strong belief in kind of its core underlying um, kind of policy choices as to how social media should work. Yeah, and they don't like the way Blue Sky is handling some of those some same issues. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they feel like they're threatened by it, and maybe they are. Maybe Mastodon is to some degree, but. I, right now, I don't really, I don't see that. I don't think Blue Sky, Blue Sky's got a long way to go before it's ever as big as Mastodon or as reliable as Mastodon. Mastodon's got plenty of its own technical issues. Mm-hmm. 
under the hood, I think, too. But, you know, they didn't even have... When I first joined, the first couple of days, they still didn't even have a blocking feature. Yeah. And I think blocking is apparently like a... It's kind of public. <laughs> like yeah. someone can look up your blocks, which I don't think is great. Um, they didn't have any accessibility features until very recently. Mm-hmm. So I wrote, I did write about it on Mac Stories Weekly last week about the app, only because they had added some degree of accessibility and blocking features. And I felt it was worth telling people about those because I think one of the automatic knocks against blue sky was those things. And the reality is it isn't beta. So I think people shouldn't be holding it up to us. The standard of like Mastodon, which has been around since what, 2016, 2017. Absolutely. And and somebody pointed out that Mastodon didn't uh, have blocking until I think seven months in at, at least seven months from the first, sort of time they'd written some code um right. so you know like you say it is in beta um and, and it's not really a competition there's no reason why these things can't can't exist in parallel or why people can't join both and enjoy both mm-hmm. i i mean i look at them and i feel like neither one of them is super satisfying to me but no, that's I... just my my personal tastes yeah and and it's fine. Like, I do like Mastodon, but I like it for certain things. But I also find it lacking in other areas. Like, none of video game Twitter has moved over to Mastodon. And I really miss that because I followed a bunch of journalists and game publishers and other things on Twitter. And that's how I got a lot of my gaming news. Oh, and, absolutely, yeah. Right? And and so there, there are swaths of, of kind of pop culture that don't exist on Mastodon. It's fantastic for tech. But that's to me. That's about it for my, you know, in terms of what I'm interested in. Yeah, definitely. We 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 did mention something at the end of last episode that I was going to try and do the uh, the domain name username on Blue Sky, uh, which oh, yeah, is yeah, yeah. which is a feature that that doesn't exist on on Mastodon. You know, there's no way for me. You can do a web finger on on Mastodon where you can actually search for Rob at rnight.me and it will show my profile. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's maybe not quite the same thing. Um, right. But I, I was able to, and it you know literally took two minutes to add a, a text record to my domain. Um, okay. So my username it... over there now is just at rnight.me. It's just my domain. Okay, that's nice. Yeah, so th- that that is a nice feature. Um, I, I really, I do think that is nicer because it's 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 a thing I control. You know, I of course you know I could run my own Mastodon server, I suppose. Um, but it, yeah, but I mean, this is easier, but it also verifies that you have administrative privileges on that domain, which yes, because you have to do it as like a C name thing, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you have to add a. Uh, I think it was a TXT record I added, but you know, same kind of thing that you do for um, Google Webmaster Tools, that kind of thing right. to verify you own the right. domain. Um, there are some bugs with it. I saw somebody was able to to make their username uh, Amazon AWS. Uh, <laughs> oh, I did. I heard about that. Yeah, <laughs> um, that is good. You know, so that there's some problems with it, but you know, whatever. There's problems with all of these things. It's difficult. It's you know, it's yeah. not an easy problem to solve. But that in and of itself is quite nice. Um, again, I mostly tried it for the show. You know, because this is how good I am. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Everything for the content, for sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, they did a white paper on kind of the architecture that I sent to Alex Gio, who's kind of our web developer for Mac Stories, and he's really excited about the way they've done the architecture. Mm-hmm. He's not sure whether it scales or not, but uh, he thought it was kind of they're they're doing some 
they've got their own challenges, just like uh, Mastodon has certain technical challenges the way it's architected. But he thought it was pretty interesting the way they're doing it. Um, I haven't really talked to him in depth about it, but it it does it is kind of an interesting approach, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, I think that's probably enough for Blue Sky, given that neither of us are actually using it per se. <laughs> yeah, I would say like if you've been like dying to get an invitation, first of all, they seem to have really slowed down the invitations because I've been on for almost two weeks and haven't gotten one yet to to give to anybody. And two, I don't think you're really missing all that much. I know a lot of people are saying you're missing everything, but everybody who gets an invitation wants you to think that because they want it to be more important and exclusive than it really is and i really don't think it's that big a deal personally no so. <laughs> no i think you can you can hold out it's fine yeah don't worry about it. don't buy one on ebay although rob you know i don't know we may we may sell our invitations on ebay <laughs> if, we, if it comes to that just to raise a little cash for you know for the uh the ruminate fund yeah, absolutely which i just invent i just invented the ruminate fund it's not a thing it's, it's just, there's no money in that though no <laughs> you know, it's it, it's a fund and name only, right? I see. <laughs> oh, oh well, uh, speaking of what else do we have? Uh, well, speaking of things that cost money, uh, Raycast oh, yeah. now has paid plans for individual users. They've had Teams yeah. for a while, um, but this is a paid plan for individuals. Um, it comes with the AI integration. You get theming, uh, unlimited clipboard history, and then they say a bunch yep. of other features are coming. Um, I wrote about this today. You did. You did indeed. I did. Um, yeah, I have thoughts about this. Yeah, I, I haven't looked too much into it, but I will say this. I feel like $8 a month is way too expensive. I agree 100%. <laughs> it's probably almost 50% too expensive, if not more. Yes. I mean, it's okay. I, I think it, to, I, I found the, the, the pro features underwhelming, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, because as I pointed out to Federico today, I was like, well, I've got your, your, uh, chat GPT, um, shortcut and my own API token, which literally cost me like, I mean, last month, month, it cost me seven cents. Right. <laughs> right. So I can get my AI in any app using shortcuts. And I, I think the three month clipboard history is more than enough for what I do. Uh, and syncing. Yeah, I've got a laptop and a desktop, but I haven't really felt the need to synchronize my Raycast setups on both. Mm-hmm. I maybe because I use it more as a launcher. I mean, I do I do use other things, but I don't use any super complicated plugin extensions or anything. So uh, I don't know. I, I it, it you know it's not for me, but I can see it being for someone who has a very complex Raycast setup. Oh, absolutely. And, and Or is very into AI and doesn't want to have to deal with API tokens and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, th- th- and this definitely, at least to some extent, puts my mind at rest about if I did want to use it. I mean, I'm still not totally sold on everything in their sort of, you know, legal privacy policy, whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, that's, you know, that's just a thing, whatever. I'm sure everything I'm using is like that. We're using Skype right now. I'm sure their terms of service are terrible. Um, but the fact that they have paid plans now for individuals at least makes me feel a bit more like, right, they have like a proper business model for individuals, uh, for teams. For individuals, yeah. You know, they have the Teams uh, one as well. So it's like, at least it's like a paid product now and you'd think it would probably be able to make money, uh, you know, yeah. assuming people pay for it. I've never been as worried about that. I mean, I know that there's there's been a lot of 
finally they have a paid plan and now I don't have to worry about them existing in the future. And I've always been pretty comfortable just relying on the team's product that they have mm-hmm. as they're as they're out because I think I I think about app pricing a lot. I think cuz mainly <laughs> cuz the internet the internet forces me to. Yeah. And this is a VC funded company. Yeah. They got it into the hands of a lot of individuals, especially developers, mm-hmm. because they opened up an API right away and made it easy for developers to create their own tools, which is very smart because then those developers work at companies yeah, and they rec- and they recommend using that product to the whole company. And then the company pays for all the developers and whoever to use Raycast on a, on a team's basis because they can build then their own internal extensions that work with their own internal tools. And... I think that a lot of people underestimate how valuable it is to get those enterprise contracts, like those team contracts, oh, yeah. that the money is not in. I mean, it depends on your scale. But if you are a, if you are taking VC money, you want enterprise money back because you need to show serious growth. And I think that that's what you get with those team plans. I don't think that, that having a consumer product is really going to make these guys make Raycast successful personally. I mean, I think it's great. I mean, I think it's, it helps. It mm-hmm. certainly does help, but I think that they were already on the right path in that sense. I think that they've always been kind of geared towards, I think that their, their end game play has always been to be a, an enterprise company first driven by kind of that, that grassroots individual user that then gets them bought up by somebody else, probably. Yeah. Do you know That's what? my take on Rick. Castle. You're right. You've convinced me. Um, you've convinced me. I mean, if I'm on it, I mean, I, I mean, you know, you work in a, you work in a job where yeah. you know, there's enterprise tools. People, companies pay a lot of money for enterprise tools. Yes, they do. Yeah. No, you are absolutely way more right. than eight, way more than $8 a month for people. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, you're absolutely right. I mean, I've said right. this a few times, like I'm probably not going to switch to Raycast just because of the sheer amount of workflows I have for Alfred. Yeah, I understand that for sure. Um, but, you know, it, it's, you know, paid plans. You've got your AI, which people love. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they sure do. It is what they it sure is. Do. You know, it, there are there are interesting things to do with it. You know, I think the, the playlist generation stuff that Vatici did with the shortcut, it, it, that kind of thing is very interesting to me. Um, yeah. Not so much when people say, "Oh, it's going to take my job." I'm not sure it's coming for a lot of people's jobs anytime soon. No, I don't either. I think it'll come for people who do who have jobs that are like content farm jobs, mm-hmm. for instance. Like, like in in the writing business, the stuff that I do, I, I think the people who like the the lowest level people at the Verge who are writing the five things to buy your mother on Mother's Day yeah. posts, they should be worried. Yeah, but the people writing, the people doing the reviews and the opinion stuff. I don't think they have anything to worry about. No. Um, so here's the thing: the reason I think where this comes from, where this pricing stuff comes from, for a lot of people like us, is that we're used to dealing with consumer products made by indie developers. Yes. Right. Yeah. And those people are not VC funded, and they're not targeting. Um, enterprises because no enterprise is going to buy from Joe Schmo on the street anyway because they don't have that kind of like institutional backing where if something goes bad in the middle of the night they can get it fixed by the guy who's on call right mm-hmm. I mean if it's if it's if it's if it's me selling you know my app to a bunch of people it's not going to be 
picked up by you know J.P. Morgan Chase or somebody <laughs> as their as their as their mission critical app because they're not going to want to just do, uh, rely on one person. But I think that that's a little different for a, a company like Raycast is, is I guess where I'm coming from. And I think that's just a matter of perspective um, because there are a lot of I don't, anyway. This is like John's theories on on uh, pricing. You've heard me. I've ranted about subscriptions before. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, but <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you, you've got a pretty good overview on Mac stories, which we'll put in the uh, in the show notes. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's got some interesting stuff. It's got some interesting stuff. I'm not personally going to get it. No. Um, but I'm perfectly content with the way it is. I'm just annoyed that they didn't get me in on the beta for the AI. I thought that was kind of meh. Well, that, that's a bit rude. Don't they know who you are? You're John. They do know. <laughs> they do know who I am. I know who the. I know the founder of Raycast. Yeah. I didn't hit. Him, I didn't hit him up no, personally. No. I just put my name in the hat on the list with all the other people. They, they didn't give John Voorhees of Mac Stories fame the beta. Uh, how no. that is disappointing. It is disappointing. <laughs> they don't need me, obviously. They've got they don't need me. You know why? Because they've got all that sweet, sweet enterprise money. Yeah. I'm telling you, Rob. That's where that's where it's at. You have absolutely convinced me. Um so <laughs> Well that was a that was a very serious episode for us. That was uh... Yeah it was. How about that boy? Social media platforms, enterprise software oh. and lamb and mint chips. God crisps. yeah I mean this, this nowhere nobody else is doing this. Nobody else is giving giving you this content. <laughs> Nobody. It's an eclectic mix of fun. Absolutely, it is. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm not sure what else we can even say this week. But we'll. Uh... I don't think we can say anything. <laughs> All we can do is sign off and tell people hope for the best. WWC is coming. We'll have more to say soon. Oh yeah, hurtling towards us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speak to you later, John.